Welcome into the I-80 Club Saturday night in the club, as Jack Mitchell has named it. Josh Peterson, Jack Mitchell, uh, no beating around the bush. It's a bad day, folks. Nebraska falls to Colorado, and we're here to uh, commiserate with you. Jack, how are you? What what time is it? 6.50 as we record, four four hours, four and a half hours since it ended. How are you doing? Um, Because the, the oh shit moment came in the first half of the game, my yeah. grieving process is moved up actually a little bit. And I'm kind of like, I'm almost to Sunday morning already here oh, that's with, my, good. with my grieving the process. The stages of grief. Yeah, I like, actually, and I can confirm now, we've asked this question a million times. Uh, would it be better? Would you prefer that it just be a blowout or it be a close loss? Uh, I learned today, I 100% prefer a blowout. 100 yeah. in terms of my own emotional reaction. I would absolutely. I was checked out on that game in the end, and I had no problem just forgetting it. Well, not completely forgetting it, but just avoiding everything to do with it afterwards. And I watch college football all afternoon. I'm not normally. Wow. I, don't, I don't know. I know, Josh. What what's happening with me? It's crazy. I'm but, kind of surprised. I figured that we were going to log on, and you're going to be like, "I'm checked out of the of the the games for the rest of the day." I'm no, it's checked out of Nebraska football. coverage, but not the games that were I watched. I did get my just just a huge groin kick with my picks because Tulane looked for like everything like they were going to cover, and the then Ole Miss. yeah, and I remember you like said you liked Ole Miss. I think yep. Tulane was up by 13 or 10 in the first half, and yeah, we're, seven, we're looking good. seven and a half point underdog, and I was like, there's no way I'm losing this, and what do you know? <laughs> Everything possible happened to make them lose it. It's, it's, the groin kicks continue. It's amazing. It is just yeah, amazing. I'm with, it's, it's funny you say what you did about the second half, so, you know, peek behind the curtain. I, I leave at halftime to go to the station because I live 20 minutes away. And so, obviously, at that time, the vibes weren't too good, right? Was it? I forget. Was it ten nothing or thirteen nothing? It was thirteen nothing at the at the half, right? Ten nothing. Oh no, it was ten at the half, right? Ten, ten nothing. Okay, and that's right. Colorado got a field goal on their first drive, and so you know, I I, I get down there, and you know, certainly early on, it's just like the offense cannot do anything without stepping all over themselves. And they get the touchdown, and then it's like, oh wow, this is this maybe this is going to get interesting. And then after that, the defense just got burnt for like the first time really all game long. Um, and and the second half turned into what it was. And I was like you, it was just I it, I was still watching every play, but it was more can this game just end? I mm-hmm. want to start the post game show because I want to go home now. And it's just it's wild how it went from like Riss and I were super intense in the first half. Super intense. Me too. Me too. And it, yeah. And I'm guessing everyone in here was. And then, so to go from that to just it, in one half of football, how different the intensity was from just how I was watching the game. It's it. I guess it, it allowed me to kind of collect my thoughts before the show, at least. But man, it was it was brutal. The the play where Absolutely I lost brutal. all all hope, where everything yes. was the one the one time Colorado finally beat Nebraska deep and beat a cornerback deep. When Tommy, Tommy, Tommy no Hill, play. Tommy Hill, that hadn't happened yeah. the entire game. That was a third down. They were about to punt. It looked like the Nebraska defense was still going to shut that offense down the entire day. That was the that was the groin kick for me in that game where I just I lost hope. And you could probably see it yeah. on the chat too. I think I probably tried to keep it up, but when that when that happened, it, it was like my. Gosh, I mean they they had they had held those corners. It stopped. 
They had had a great day, and we're going to get it into had all a great this, day. But, it, but that one was just, oh, that was the one thing that they hadn't done all day, and they did that, and it was like, crap, that's, yeah, that's and they just can't get man, way, and you can't get way behind. And that, you, yeah. you, that was the thing. You couldn't get behind two, couldn't more get, than dude, two possessions. Okay. Yes, and, and so, like, they're down, to, they're down two possessions. And I think we all at the time thought, like, wow, how are they going to score two touchdowns? How are, they, how are they going to get two scores? And so it's, it, at the time, it's like pulling teeth. And so for them to get that giant play, you know, it was another moment where the defense, like, the, it was going to be on the defense again. Like, okay, defense, like, you've done it. it you've answered every question so far. Every time that you have had to make a stop, I like I don't really in a way I kind of don't care about the touchdown at the end of the half. Like you did everything you could do in the first half. Props to you. Um, and so like that, it, they get them to third and ten. They're bringing they're bringing seven. I'm every time I, oh I love I love Tony White's defense. I'm always I'm always counting the number of players near the line of scrimmage. They have seven guys up there, and I'm like I don't think that they're bluffing. Sure enough, they're not bluffing. And then they show the replay after the catch. And I swear Hill must have thought that they were like in zone because he he was waiting for help over the top. And it's like, Tommy, there can't be help over the top. There are four wide receivers. There are Dude, four defensive I backs. thought he fell There's down. Only one thing that can happen on this play. I thought he fell down before oh, I saw man. the replay. And and yeah. I don't even mind the defensive call there because, that I mean, look, I, I think they thought they could cornerbacks could do it. And they thought that offensive line would get completely overwhelmed. And he almost did. And that that's just I'm not saying that was the. You know that was the difference in the game. That was the point where I lost hope. Is all I'm saying. Oh, that's that yeah. for sure, Jack. After that, the game, in my yeah. in my opinion, the game was over because again, the offense had already had like one giant play to score a touchdown. For me, it was hard to imagine them finding two more either really good drives or yeah. really awesome plays. That, I mean, you this know, the way that game was going to go it was have to be low scoring within a possession, max yeah. two the entire game. And yeah. once it was out of that spot, I mean, the first half. If it, it looked like it was going to go in there, you know, like 3-0 or 6-3 or 0-0 zero, zero or something, I was like, I said to my son, I was like, you could not script a better way. for. I mean, other than Nebraska being up big, if it's going to be a yeah. close game, this is a dream um, yeah. the way that it's going. I mean, and then even when they got that late score, it felt fluky, like you were saying, Josh, like it felt sort of fluky. What just happened? Uh, Tex, yours went deep. It was incomplete, though. Okay. Yeah. Even it's three, three, even sorry. that. But let me uh, I, let me say what I, since I know you've heard reactions from all over the place, and I'm just forming. Like I haven't talked I have. to people about it. So here's here's what I let me just say mine, and let me see how much this tracks either with what you think or what you heard tonight. And you guys can okay. do the same. Um, I don't think I am. This is a hot take whatsoever. But the number one problem with this team and with their potential and their losses in these first two games and the potential for the rest of the year with a bullet and so much that I can't even, there's such a gap between one, two, three, and four below, below is Jeff Sims propensity to turn the ball over to the point that if you had that corrected, you absolutely have one win, right? You absolutely have one yeah. win. And I don't know what you have with the rest of the game, but you know, who knows what happens with the second half. The, and so that is, sure, other stuff isn't perfect. There are issues on the offensive line. You still have an issue with playmakers, right? Um, you've got other small issues. Those are barely worth talking about until you get the turnover thing fixed, Josh. Like, they're, it's barely worth even mentioning 
At there, you know the, how dynamic this offense is, what the play calling is. There are definitely there are things you could talk about there, but those pale in comparison to the impact on the game these turnovers have. Not one turnover, not two turnovers, three or more turnovers in in either either in in positions, and every one of them has been in positions where you're in a place about to do something good and it stops it or you're so far back in your own territory that it sets up an easy score for the other team. And that's what it was. I mean, as Jordan says it, the dude can't even catch a snap. Uh, I, I mean, mean, Jack, it, 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 it today went so far beyond, I don't remember who it was on the show, maybe a call or email or whatever, but someone said it goes beyond being turnover prone like that. That well, Oh, it's Josh. And I don't know if Josh is hanging out with us tonight, but he it looks like he's not like that. That went beyond turnover prone. Turnover prone is, you know, making mistakes. I mean, la- I would say last week, Jack, he was turnover prone. Um, tonight, today was not turnover prone. Today was basic, normal um, mistakes. I mean, Jack, I, snap issues. Like, what are we talking about? Like catching snaps, catching shotgun snaps. The the stuff. I don't know what was more infuriating: the the shotgun snaps that that he dropped, or the ones that were bouncing off of his players in motion. I mean, talk about like someone, someone called in and was like, yeah, that's freshman level mistakes. And I said, yeah, in high school, like we're not even talking about freshman in college type stuff. Also, Texas just scored. Um, like, what are we what are we what are we talking about there? So like that, that for me is, you know, I, I just don't I don't know what to what to do with that, because I don't think look, I don't think that the backups are that good. I'll be honest. So like I know that everyone wants to bench him and like, that's fine. I'm not going to get mad if that's your opinion. On the other hand, I'm like also afraid that the offense will somehow get worse. Like maybe they're not making the basic mistakes, but they're worse well, in the long run. But then on the other hand, Jack, like if you're executing against the basic stuff, then then maybe that's that's it. Still that's feels better. better, even it. Like I still yeah, I get does, why it right? feels better to people. Like I mean, yeah, what, I get it too. What you're thinking about, what you're thinking of, is you know some of the some of the Purdy offense last year when he wasn't necessarily throwing picks, which he did, but. That's what yeah. you're thinking of with that when there wasn't a whole lot you could do. But it felt like, I mean, but with Colorado's defense, it felt like you could tailor an offense that would, that would you know, be able to run it a little bit, be able to do some short passes that would be able to survive against that defense and do what you needed to do if you didn't turn it over, controlled some field position, right? And I know I... It's it's an interesting. Let me ask you this. Oh, I got so many questions about Sims. I know I do too. Uh, let, let, let's start with the the smaller, um, the smaller question first, Josh. Like seriously, I know everybody's furious at Matt Rule for not taking him out. Okay, Matt Rule isn't going to. I don't think he is going to leave him in if he thinks it's the worst decision. Okay, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't want to lose this game. What do you think? He, like deep down, what is your best guess at what he's thinking when he sticks with? In him? terms of why he leaves it, him on the field? Yeah, is it? I mean, it could be a few things. It could be that I, the backups are that. A few things. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's the first one. I, re, I re, like. I know people don't like it, but I really think that that says a lot. That that they're not willing to do it. Given like Jack, if you go to last week and how the end of the the game ended, really how the first half ended, how how lots of things happened. You go back to that. Then you look at the start of this game, and you look at what happened right before the half. Again, for the second straight game, Riss pointed this out when we were watching earlier, for the second now time, they ended a half, and in the case of Thursday, it was the game. But in this case, turnovers on their last two drives, fumbles and, and interceptions, 
he was involved with both of them this time instead of just one of them the other time. And so for them to, to bring him out in the second half, it's like, wow. It just says a whole lot that they're still willing to go to him. The other is, I, I guess I look at the touchdown run and I say, that's like what they're hoping for. Like the his ceiling, they must just view his ceiling as so high. Even though his floor, I feel like we have seen his floor now, and his floor is so low. He is one. He is a high rise building, man. Man, basement what? And, and you know how many floors is up? it? Is that what it is? You think it's running? You, it, or do you think there's something about his passing game that is part of that ceiling for them? Too? I think. It, I mean, now I think it's running. I, I dude, I, I think he looks like scared when he drops back. Like he just his throwing motion. I feel like is looking. It looked worse at the end of this game. Remember that one play? Was it the first half or the second? where there was a penalty, and I believe it was on Colorado, and he just, he like was rolling, and he just kind of threw it up. But the way in which he threw it wasn't, I don't, it was almost like he was pushing the ball. It was odd. So I think that's what it is. I think it's, it's I really do think that a lot of it is okay, the backups, but, though. I don't think they like the backups. But let, let me ask you, and I'm not pushing back against you, because I'm not, I yeah. know you're not saying this, but just to continue to, you play Matt Rule's position here. What does... What does no ceiling Heinrich Harburg or even Purdy or who, like what does that look like compared to Sims? If well, I feel like we know what Purdy looks like, right? Last year, right, and maybe he's going to turn it over too. Is that? I mean, I guess if those guys are both going to turn it over too, that would be one reason not to do and, it. And also, Gary or Gary alluded to this, and then Rule said something like, "Was was he hurt? Is Chuba hurt? hurt. Like yeah, little, Purdy's banged yeah. up." Yes. Yeah, so he's banged up. But so, I, like, you start there. Right. And then, obviously, I think Heinrich Harburg is just super raw, you know, and I don't think he knows I don't think he knows the offense, which, like, I don't know. There's a lot of issues. Like, the guy's been on campus Seriously? for how many years now? But I, I think that that's what it kind of comes down to. Wow. Chuba. Chuba again, Purdy. Again, the only scenario I can see where, you, where, you re, where that really makes sense, g- given how bad it got, is if they're going to be – you know, it's going to be the same result with turnovers. So at least with Sims, you still get the turnover risk, but at least you have the ceiling, right? Because to me, the most important thing, the the ceiling is not important. Lowering the floor is the the important thing right now, in my opinion. You mean raising the floor? Right. Yes. Right. Sorry. Lowering the floor. Don't worry. He'll keep lowering the floor. Michael Jordan said the ceiling is the floor. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. No, the basement is the floor. More important than raising the ceiling is raising the floor right now. And what I mean by that very simply is, just cut down from three turnovers to maybe one turnover a game. Yeah. If you could Brian do that, the floor is lava. If you could make three turnovers, one turnover, um, I have no idea what these, I mean, I think you're at least one and one at worst. Yeah. At this well, point. God, I mean, yeah, not, I don't want to make last week about two plays, but I mean, come on, if they don't fumble the ball, oh, if, any of the two uh, yeah, of the, of the last three. Yeah. Yes. Yes. After the first turnover, any of the last three, they win the game for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know about today in the end. Like, yeah, I'm not there's sure. a fun question to be had about like, if they don't shit the bed at the end of the first half, the, yeah. the like the defense mentally, like, I, I think that they're, I don't there's, know. About that, we're going to have to have a discussion, whether it's you and me tonight or, or down the road, just about like, what will this season do to the defensive players mentally? Dude. If the offense keeps shitting the bed like this on a game in game out, it's basis? gotta like, be it's so going to break them. If it already hasn't, man, it's gotta be it's hard. so frustrating. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't. I, I I saw that there were some comments in the in the chat about how they were, you know, they didn't have a great game in the second half, and 
again, it was again, it was after the, that Tommy Hill play really is where that started. But see, and that I mean, that's like the defense. They that like that was a great moment for them, a great chance, and like so that that's what's a bummer too is like that time they were not put in a bad spot. That time they that time they them. put yes. themselves in a bad yep. spot. That was, it was it. that was the 10. first time. That was the yeah. first time. And they gave up a lot of third and third and longs again, man. Like it's now yeah. happened for the second straight week yep. where they get these they get these teams. They've done a good job at forcing but, teams into third downs. But you can I'm sure you can pick things out about the defense, but Josh, the bottom line about that defense is it's way better than I thought it would be. Oh, and yeah. and do you remember all summer what we were talking about with that defense? Was the defensive line and like, oh God, that's yes. the weak position on the team. That defensive yep. line. Uh it might be one of the strongest. Yes. On the entire team, which is incredible at this point. Now, sac- yeah, two, they had eight sacks today. Eight. I mean, and missed missed four more probably. Yeah, and they still missed some. Yeah. It was, I mean, and it's it's golly crap, Josh. I think they played 12 guys on the defensive line today. Two. There was I mean, freaking Riley Van Poppel got a sack. No one knew. Yeah. No one he might yeah. still be redshirting. <laughs> like seriously yeah, they got to him, man they got they to were, eight, I mean, eight sacks th- and you lose by 20 i, I will not I like i like, what the hell man i know i know like i know some people in the in the channels were getting down on the defense man it that defense whatever they're not perfect but they are so far above what we would you know we could have expected for them through two games to the point there to the point that i think now from now on what this season is is your 2009 Nebraska football hopes where you let the defense win you the game. That's it. You're you guess what? Congratulations Nebraska. You finally graduated in the final year of it to the Big 10 West. Enjoy. You are now a Big 10 West you. team officially. Yeah, they that's are, what man. they are. They're, They're a Big games, 10 West team finally. Games are going to be ugly as hell. Okay, so that's I'm happy you said that because it leads into the question that I wanted to ask you. I asked this of someone earlier. Um, actually, Riss and I were talking about it too right before we were eating dinner. So I texted someone. I said, what records are realistically on the table? I was very surprised when this person responded, feels like 6-6 six and six to 2-10. and ten. Now, cer- certainly the argument, I guess, that this person would make, Riss made it to me after, after that, and, and I'm guessing a lot of people in here would too if they believe it is the Big Ten West of it all, right? You get the two non-conference games, um, and and then you, you you scratch and claw your way to six. I'm with Clint. He says I'm on four and eight. Like I I feel very comfortable in saying they're not going to go to a bowl. Um, so now it's just about trying to find some sort of success uh, as the season goes. But I wonder what what records. What's the floor in your opinion now, and what's the ceiling in terms of records? Uh, the ceiling is probably six. I think six wins. I think a bowl game still. Possible. You think it's still on the table? Um, you know, I I think they'll win the next two. So, yeah, no, four is not. So, two, there's definitely beating Northwestern. Um, three. You're that confident in the next two? Yeah, Northern Illinois. Yeah. Now, today I am. Okay. After I mean, after today I am. Still? Louisiana Tech is bad. Yeah, based on the opponent. I mean, you've got to, we've got to look. This is the problem with Nebraska fans. They like to just look at Nebraska and not the opponent. But Jack, uh, that matters. The offense is 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 so like does the team. opponent. So does no, I know. But Matt says their opponent is Nebraska. Like I'm just asking. Like I, I'm not saying they're going to lose next week. I'm my just answer saying, to like, you is they're going to. I believe they're going to beat Northern okay. Illinois and Louisiana Tech and Northwestern, for sure. Okay, that, that's so my three. belief. Um, so three is the floor. I think so. Three is the floor. 
if they lose out. Um, I'd be uh, I, I have a hard time believing they they can't find one other win in there. Um, but I think the six is probably let's see figuring out the other wins. I mean, which wins are reasonable? I could see them beating in Illinois. Purdue. Um, a Purdue is a possible, and a Mich- uh, Michigan State is probably possible. Iowa is probably. I mean, Iowa is going to be a seven to six game. So who knows? It's just. Oh, it's going to be I horrible. Mean, it's going to be. So I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't. Not necessarily saying those are all wins, but if you really want to know the ceiling, six or seven, probably. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I just think the Big Ten West is terrible, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how you do it. I don't I, know how you do they're this. terrible. It's they're terrible. Wow, well, but I mean, my I, wife who's sitting five feet from me says I agree with seven. Wow, they're just it's. You got to look at the opponent. You got to look at. I the know, opponent. but I'm also looking they, in Nebraska's offense. Dude, they man. Just, I mean, they they almost freaking beat Minnesota with the if listen if they don't have four turnovers a game. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if they have turnovers, you're Deep right. Bi- you guys are all right. If they still have four turnovers a game, they're gonna have the minimum. But if they don't have four turnovers a game, if they have one or zero turnovers a game, yes, they're going to beat an Illinois. They're going to beat a, a Michigan State in 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 some, or one of those teams like that. Yes. They so what's will. the most likely then? What's so that's the ceiling. What's the most likely? Most likely, let's see. Uh, I think they win those three. I think they probably get. Um, I still think they'll get one that you don't. You know, they're going to have a game where they get they figure it out somehow and don't have turnovers, but there's going to be a lot of issues too. Uh, let's say three. Let's say, man, I'm still between. That's the thing, Josh. Like I had them losing to Minnesota, and I had yes. them beating. So did I. I did have them beating Colorado, but I also so had I. them like losing to like probably to Illinois, and I'm not so sure about that now. See, so, but here's the thing, like, the, and not not to do the whole like caller caller bit, but it's not that they've lost; it's how they've lost. Like I I I am all in on that mindset right, right now. If it's they not that it's not it's not that they've lost; it's how they are looking, how I watch them, and what I see from them on the. Field. But what I see from them is is one, like I said, number one, huge distance to number two. It's the turnovers, and so if that's incurable, if that is incurable either with personnel or. Jeff Sims improving or any of that, yes. You, you, I, I mean, it's the it's the floor at that point. But it's not a complex thing. You have got to get rid of the turnovers. And things things change in a significant way. They're not perfect, but they, they change in a significant way. And I, uh, to, to me, the easiest way is to at least try somebody else at quarterback. Um, I don't know if they're going to do that. At some point, though, at, at some point, Josh, he's going to have no choice. Right, you get into he's going to have to pull him. You, you know, they're they're down ten to zero to Northern Illinois, and he throws a second pick in the first half. He'll have to do it. Okay, yeah. just, I mean, yeah, it's along those lines, Jack. I am very interested to see what it's going to be like in the stadium next week. Like, the, he is the first coach, um, ever. Right? Like, did did Osborne open on the road? Like, I'm just trying to remember. Like, at least certainly in modern times, every coach got to open at home. Ross got to open at home. Mike Riley got to open at home. Bo got to open at home. Solich, Callahan, like all of them got to open at home. Thus, they all got to open as zero and zero football teams. Right. He is opening. He is he is home opener. They are zero and two, and people have this like they're not even zero and one, man. They're zero and two, and and there are eight turnovers attached to the offense, 
And one player in particular, I think, is catching more ire, Jeff Sims, than like any player that I can remember. And maybe I'm being too prisoner of the moment, but like, man, the first time that he does something bad next week, that play, the groan oh, yeah. that comes from that stadium is going to be brutal. A hundred percent, absolutely, yeah. brutal. Yeah, if you were Scott Frost, you'd talk about it for years. Um, <laughs> nice, well done. I, well I'm done. with you. I am completely with you going to be terrible but if you listen if this is a if matt rule can't figure out how to get out of these turnovers number one man he's a worse coach than i thought if he cannot if he cannot figure out how to get away from three to four turnovers a game then yeah he's there are some real issues with him as a coach number one and you're consistently and by the way if you keep this pace up josh you're going to set some like records for turnovers i mean you're talking you're talking. Oh yeah, this isn't sustainable. Four <laughs> times twelve is forty-eight. Like yeah, that is an not, insane that, amount. That's of all I'm saying is like, th- there's no way this keeps. He's not going to end up with thirty interceptions because he's either going to be benched, or it's just not going to happen like that at some point. Yeah, it's. It, Jake says, "How much is rule to blame?" That's kind of like the question underneath this whole game, uh, right? This now whole day. that glad that is a great transition question. Yeah, that is I a great so transition question because. I've got to ask you this next question, Josh. Same okay. question. You're ignoring as, Jake's question. It, no, no, it's it's related to that. I'm not ignoring Jake's question. I'm 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 asking another question to you to get to the answer of Jake's question. Matt Rule is obviously again going to make the best decisions that he thinks are going to help Nebraska win. Why, why, why the confidence in Jeff Sims when he decided to make him the guy? And the only guy, knowing what his quarterback room was, knowing that I think he had Casey Thompson here if he wanted him. And I still think maybe there's, I still don't know this for sure, but I still think there's a chance he could have had him here as a backup. I don't know that for sure. Or at least as a quarterback battle in the fall, which Josh, holy hell did I say that a lot this, this off season where I was like, don't give anyone the starting spot. Your, your number one goal is to keep both of them here. I said it. A million times. Keep both of them here. Sell it to them that it's a competition in the fall. Let them go throughout the fall. One of them's either going to get hurt or you're going to bench one of them within a few games. It's going to happen, and the other one's going to get their shot. And they didn't. Why did he go all in on Jeff Sims? What in the hell did he see? Did you have any idea? No, I mean, because... Like, look, I all I can all I can go off of in in like this discussion is kind of like what I've been told, and like I have been told that they did try to keep Casey, that also Casey didn't buy that he was going to get a fair shake. So like I kind of start there. He would have, which is I kept saying he would have ended up probably. I know, I know, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I'm yeah, just yelling. Like, that's at, what I was told. Like, I'm yelling. Casey at summer, wasn't going to be able to throw Jack until like July. So it's I like know. you know how how would he have done? Like there's a part of me like. You know, last week, I, I watched last week, and I was like, man, no way that Casey makes this offense better because they couldn't really run the ball well and the receivers were garbage. You watch today, and again, I still don't know if I feel like they would win, but, may, I mean, look, having a quarterback that can catch the snap would go a long way. So it's like, again, I don't want to keep harping on just like the the most basic mistakes, but that is what is going to make this really, really, really tough to talk about because it's again, it's not turnover prone. It's not, it's not mistakes. It is backbreaking normal football actions that you are supposed to do on the field. 
like period end of story and it's so like that's that's why again talking about Harburg or or Chuba like it's why that's going to be a thing that people do all week long because the 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 comeback will always be Jack will be you're telling me he can't catch a snap and it's like uncle you're right uncle why why can't he catch a snap you're telling me that he can't wait until the the receiver is in motion by the center to snap the football like you know it's hard to argue with that and uh, I'm just trying to see we all, you know, when rule went all in on Sims and we heard Sims was coming, right? We saw his numbers at Georgia tech. We saw that there were turnover concerns, but if you just looked at the numbers, it looked like they had gotten better, but still there were turnover concerns, right? You heard that he had a good arm. You heard that he projected to the NFL, you, none of us, I don't think, knew if we totally believed it ever, right? Is that I never fair? did. I, I, like, I didn't rule it out. Like, I sort of trusted rule on this thing, and there were also a few people that seemed to be saying the same thing um, independently. But I never, I never, like, completely trusted it complete. I just, I was like, I'm going to have to see before I big. That's what we, we said that a bunch this summer. Like, we were really fascinated with what we were going to see from him. Because yeah. we didn't know. We weren't confident in that. But he, but Rule was confident as hell in it. Because yes, he, he went all in. He pushed all his chips onto this dude. And I'm sure he had other, probably could have went other directions in the transfer portal if he wanted to. But he went all in with this dude. Like, why? I don't know. What? I don't get it, man. How, how could again, you, how not could to you keep make that big broken of a record. mistake? He's making... He's making basic mistakes. He's making basic mistakes, you know? Like, that's the really frustrating part. It's not even like, like, they need better receivers, right? They need better offensive linemen. They need better everything. But if a guy can't catch snaps, you know, and, like, there's a part of me, Jack, that really does wonder, and, and I mean, I guess this gives credence to just bench him, but, like, how broken is this guy right now? How broken is he after what's happened in such a short amount of time? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I feel like that's a very real concern. Very real concern. To have with this guy. And and so if the answer to that is very, then it's like, well, maybe you have to move on then. And I say that as someone who knows that the options behind him are not very good. You know, like that's that's a big time problem. But I think you watched the first couple of drives last week and how he seemed confident to what he turned into in the second half and even in the first, like he just seemed like a different player. You know, that idea of like don't aim it, throw it. That will have like it's mainly said to like pitchers, but man, I, I just feel like he was aiming like hell today. Everything just looked so like ah, I gotta try to fit it in. Not great, man. Yeah, Skurzo four dude has the yips. I I think he does. I think th- I think that he does. Rule took the biggest gamble of his young career at Nebraska on this guy, and we trusted him because it was during the honeymoon period. On it, I did. I trusted yeah. him, and because he's, I thought he had a. I thought he probably had a good chance, and, and I don't know who else was involved in that, but I thought this dude probably— Yeah, who else were they going after? That's a fun question. Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. You well, know, again— And I, don't, I have no idea. Again, do you—when you got—listen, Casey Thompson's not first-team All-Big Ten, but, like, do you is that is is there going to be a likely someone better in the transfer portal than him than he's going to be for Nebraska? I mean, the man. The one thing he doesn't do is like he. The one thing he had was poise, right? He had a, he had a sure. gomer of a ball every once in a while, but 
Rule talked about them looking nervous today. That was the one thing Casey yeah. Thompson never looked. Casey didn't look shook. Never. I don't know, man. Like that one decision we are going to go back. This it's going to define this first year for him. Oh yeah, and and Jack after that. I mean, so I, let me let me throw a real depressing thing by you and see Super. what you think. Yeah, and I apologize to everybody. I apologize to everybody. Uh, and Brendan says I'm worried about year two. Uh, are are we going to look back at this as like his? I guess Fred Hoiberg never really had a moment like this early, right? Where he like put all of his chips in on one player. But you know, Hoiberg got off to a, a slow start because of COVID, right? His first year was the COVID year, or was that the second year? No, his Hoiberg, first year his his, the, the his first year, year was the end of the COVID year. Yeah, and then COVID really like set him back in year two. No, and 2019 was his first year. Yeah, yeah, 2019-20. So, like, the season ended, and he, remember, yes. he had, like, the flu or whatever. But, like, essentially the theory I'm just trying to pr- propose is he got behind the eight ball early, and he was always trying to catch up to it, and he just, like, was never – I mean, maybe he's finally able to. You know how I feel about Nebraska basketball. But, like, I just wonder if – like, they are going to be, it seems like, behind schedule. And, like, the, the, the quarterback question going into year two is go, is now, like, a very pressing thing. Very pressing thing. Like Daniel Kalen is not performing very well oh my at gosh. Bellevue West. It I'm seems so like this season. The, yeah, so they like, bought okay. into this so, team that this. See, this team. Yes, like in, in that, that you can have the, the Daniel Kalen discussion from two angles. The one angle would be, well, he's probably not going to be ready to compete for the job next year. All right, so like let, we could put a pin in that right. for a moment. The other angle is like, did they? Are they making a mistake with going after this guy? And I'm not going to. I don't watch them. I don't watch Bellevue West. I just, I just see the scores and I see that they're getting rocked. And I talk to a couple people that are like, yeah, I don't know about this Daniel Kalen guy. I don't know if he's as good as maybe they think he is. So then I go back to point one. Okay, if he's not someone who is ready to compete next year, well, I mean, whew, and, you, 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 oh, and what by are you the way, Josh, because Sims isn't going to be a two-year starter. And by the we, way, Josh, he's got two so. Division One wide receivers, both of whom are going to Nebraska with him. Correct. Which most Nebraska Correct. quarterbacks do not have. Yeah, he's not getting to throw. I don't care to, if his offensive line does suck. He's got something yeah. that most Nebraska quarterbacks don't have. Yeah, he's not throwing to the equivalent of Nebraska's wide receivers this year. You know, the high school equivalent. So, like, if all that's true, man, I mean, it just the quarterback question now for for season number two is a huge one. It is a Josh, huge concern, and like that's bad because if they're behind at quarterback again in year two, then the program is uh, behind in hold year on. two. The answer is going to be very simple for that. Uh, if assuming that Sims does not redeem himself somehow this year, everybody gets a transfer quarterback. Tra- I mean, they're everybody. It's a transfer. It's a hundred percent a transfer. Um, yeah, you, that that's what the answer is. Jeez, look at look at the quarterbacks today. There, there's transfer transfer quarterbacks at half the schools. You got Big Ten quarterbacks all over the SEC playing. You're going to have Rocky yeah. Lombardi come in. For Northern Illinois, who played for Michigan State, you got Thorne at Auburn. You got, I mean, you got uh, Florida right now. You got Mertz playing at Florida. They're all over the place. Penix up at Washington. Bo Nix at Oregon. If you need a quarterback, the transfer portal is there for you. And you can't mess it up in year two. No. It puts all the pressure on them bringing in a quarterback that can come in and start immediately. if Sims is not the guy, and that's going to be evident before the season's over, um, doesn't look like Check, it now. It's evident right now. I know. I'm not trying. Uh, of course, and I, I'm not. I'm just saying, if you get to the middle of the season and nothing gets better whatsoever, and it's so obvious, then 
then that's going to be the answer. It has to be the answer. And yeah. there'll be somebody available. You got to just get, you got to get them here and you got to sell them on the place and you got to have NIL basically. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm not worried about. I mean, I'm not overly worried about that. The transfer market has changed everything with that. So we'll see who they, who, who they go after. If that's the case, I'm, I'm worried about this year right now. Um, and you know what I'm worried about, Josh? Wasting a freaking better defense than I ever expected that they would have. Yeah, I can't can't believe potentially wasting this defense and what they've done in the first two weeks. Yeah, like, they ta- again they tackle until the game got it started getting away from them. I was very impressed again with their open field tackling. Um, I feel like we learned a lot about that. The, you said it earlier, the defensive line and getting after the quarterback. Like, wow, what a shocker that's turned into early on. Um, man, I just. The, the, the defensive back. I, I, I'm Josh, worried again. I'm worried that it's going to fall apart as the season goes along. I'm really, really worried. The the defensive backs. How many times? I know Sanders had a big day at the end. Dude, he could not find anybody open. There were sometimes where Nebraska would rush three and their offensive line held up okay, and he had nobody to throw to. He had nobody to throw to in that group. Now that didn't happen throughout later in the show, but. I mean, man, we saw Newsom go head to head with Travis Hunter and win the battle multiple times. Dude, they were dumb. Like the 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 I mean, every time that there was one of the sacks or that he had to throw it away, Joel, in a rare instance, couldn't stop gushing about it. Oh my gosh, another coverage sack. Were, you know, like that's all the defensive they were, backs. They weren't. They were doing such a they good did. job. That's the thing, Josh. The thing. God, it kills me. My key to the game was not leaving wide ass open. The whole first half, they never got in a rhythm. That offense, three no. quarters of the game, they never got the in, ri- that, in. The rhythm. only rhythm they got into was the offense sucking and them getting two straight short drives yes. again late, where they which got they the field didn't goal, need to get touchdown. in a rhythm. Yeah, one was a crappy yeah. field goal too. They didn't even yeah. hardly get that much yardage. The defense had a great drive on that one. They had a yeah. great stop. They never got in a rhythm. I thought that was the key to the entire game. I didn't freaking factor in three turnovers in the first in the game. I yeah. I I didn't. And so again, when I say there's one problem that rises so far above the rest of them, it's hardly even worth discussing the rest of them right now. That's why I say that. It is turnovers, 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 and then we can talk about offensive play calling or the offensive line or who you're who you're giving the carries to or whatever. I'm it so, is. let me hey, let me throw something at you real fast. I'm surprised that the line is catching so much criticism. Like and part of it is like yeah let's like, let's get mad about some other shit first. Like they I don't know and I guess Sumanji had some good numbers like a lot of the runs did come on three big plays, but I I feel like the line again it, I thought it was solid I thought that it was fine you know Jake says OL hasn't been that bad like I don't know man I just I feel like they did a, they had some interesting blocking schemes and it wasn't terrible so but I would say it was solid you know it's I would say it was what solid. I thought it was gonna be. For the yeah. most part, I think, with the offensive line. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I love the game plan in the entire first half. I mean, the whole the the I love the they move the ball, Jack. They, they move. Let me, I guess I don't even have to, when, let me open even up if the they drive didn't score, they moved the ball. They looked. I mean, they they had a game plan to wear Colorado down, and it was going according to plan. Yes, everything was right. going according to plan until they turned that freaking thing over in their own territory twice. Right, and, the drive and kill their, by the way, and kill another drive with a fumble with the one you were talking about that went off the fullback. That killed another yes. drive. All right, so first first drive, eight plays, 38 yards. That was the one that ended 
with the Jeff sit with the drop snap and they, they were at the 31 yard line. Like maybe, maybe a, a field goal that, that Alvano can't make 48 yards, but still they, they moved the ball plenty. Next drive was three and out. Then they had a five play drive, 20 yards that ended in a punt. Um, and they, because they went short uh, to Billy Kemp. The next drive, nine plays, 64 yards. They got all the way down to the 27. Alvano puts it up off the post. Unreal. The next drive, they started their 29-yard line. Uh, that was the one, I believe, that, that was the fumble uh, that, was, that was on the snap. The next drive was an interception. The last drive was a punt. Like, they moved the, they moved the ball. They had they had moments. They had opportunities. They moved the ball. They moved the ball. They were getting it to a little bit, getting it to Ramir, getting it to look, remember when we were talking about getting, getting to, to the Gabe. guys with experience? Getting it to yep. Gabe, getting it to Ramir. Billy Kemp looked really good for Billy a little Kemp. bit in that game. Yep. Yeah. I was like, yeah. finally, get get yeah. that dude the ball. Oh my gosh. And it's so frustrating that so much of that can be wasted. That so much of p- progress at other positions can be wasted by ridiculous repeated turnovers. But of course it does. Of course it yeah, does. And and Jake says it also felt like the offense today was built to hold Sims's hand. Great way to describe it. It really did. It, it seemed like it was doing everything it could. Kind of like what Clint says above. Gabe is what he is. He's not going to have a flashy long run, but he'll get you more positive plays Dude. than not. Like, Today's offense felt Man. the opposite of flashy. It's just like, can can it pick up yards when it needs to in the most nondescript, basic way? And it did at times. It really did. Yeah. Like they didn't. Have, how about how about Jack? The fact we haven't mentioned this yet today. How about the fact that there really weren't a whole lot of design runs for Sims early? Yeah, that, it took it took a long time for that to happen. Yep, completely. And they ran. You know, they were getting the. I liked how they were designing those runs and making sure that they got Gabe. They took advantage of the holes in Colorado's defense and the things they couldn't do. They had some good blocking on a lot of those runs. They weren't, there were a couple that went nowhere. The offensive line wasn't perfect, but man, I would have just, Josh, the lost opportunity in this one is, I would have loved to have seen how the second half played out if that first half was without the turnovers. And Nebraska dictated the terms of that game like they were up until the turnovers. Until yeah. they got it to to score deficit in that game. It would have been it was it was fun. It was really fun. Because as much as now you're gonna see the highlight shows tonight and they're gonna go gaga over Shadur Sanders again, who had a good good game in, in the end, that offense was overmatched during two thirds of that game. Colorado's offense was completely overmatched during two thirds of that game. It was, it was crazy. I mean, and I, if I was, if I wasn't already sure that that Colorado thing is gonna have a lot of chinks in the armor, come Pac-12 season, I'm more sure of it now than I was before. Completely. Sure. Um, yeah, and I guess like, I don't know. I if it just that feels a little like, uh, I don't know what the phrase I'm looking for. Like they're two another way ahead of where I thought they would be. Like that they might lose big to Oregon uh, and USC. Yeah, they're way like, ahead of where you thought they like would be. They're way the behind where everybody else thinks they are, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, and that's fair. Like, I'll be honest, I haven't really taken in a whole lot of the national media stuff, dude, so I'm just judging them off of the, how, what I, the, my my pre my preseason thoughts. You know, the like, common, I feel like they're like what the Gus and uh, and what yeah, they were Joel brutal. Platt. It was it was embarrassing. Josh, have a little self effing respect, Jack. It you're was, sending both pregame shows there next week for a game versus Colorado State. Like this is embarrassing, man. They. 
some of the things they said were like, borderline weird on the whole thing. And then just like they did the shtick twice in the game where Gus was like, this is the biggest story in football. And Joel Klatt would be like, no, it's not. It's the biggest story in sports. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't do that. I can't do it. I can't. Josh, I want him to lose so bad. I want him to lose yeah. so bad and so much. I can't wait. It is going to be a drug for me. And you know what? Wisconsin's down 14 to three. I get what I want when I want people to lose. I don't get my team to win, but I get people <laughs> to lose that I want to lose. And it makes me happy in these days. Good. Well, they'll play Oregon and USC, and they'll lose those games. couple comments I wanted to get to real fast. Uh, <clears throat> Got to scroll back up. Let's see. Eric says, I think the juxtaposition of Sims and Grant is extremely confusing. To me, like, I- I've seen that a lot, Jack. I feel like it's a pretty simple explanation. I don't know if you do as well. I think it's easy to bench a running back when there are guys behind them that you feel confident in, which they obviously feel more confident in Gabe and Ramir than it is to bench a quarterback. Like, agree or disagree, benching a quarterback is like a symbolic thing, you know, especially a captain. And in the case of the the Matt Rule coaching staff in this era, a single-digit number guy, right? So, like, benching that player, again, like, you don't have to like it, but it just, it would... It would it makes a large statement, and it's and it's often really difficult to bench a guy and then bring him back in as a as a, like a starter. Yeah, so 100%. you don't have to like that. I'm you just can, saying like you that's can the play reason. a running back. You're, ex- you're that's the difference, and that was one of the reasons I when I pr- sort of said here are the possible reasons Rule is doing that. One of them is like there's a point of no return once you do that with a quarterback, right? There's a the, when you you make the switch. It doesn't feel like that when you do it with a running back, right? I Correct. think I think we all think I think we all think next week, uh, of course, I test could play and play a lot, and it wouldn't be yes. weird, and it wouldn't be, and he will. I'm, I, I, yeah. I'd be surprised if he doesn't. Although I a wasn't. Su- other- By the way, I wasn't okay. surprised he didn't play. I know everybody was like, "Oh, he'll definitely play this week." Dude, rule is down on him. I said it during yeah. the preseason. I thought he would play. Rule, rule is down on him. Rightfully and so. That's what I heard in the in coming into the season, and I think it played out like we saw when he was saying, "Hey, the other coach wanted him in at the end of that game." I I think the I think the EJ Manuel is making the call, not EJ Manuel, uh, the the running backs coach. What's his name? EJ Barthol. EJ Manuel is the old quarterback from Florida State. EJ yeah, Barthol. from Florida State. I'm so bad at names these days. He was the one who was. I think he was the one who was having him in. I think I think Rule has ha- has had his issues with him. I do think he'll play again, but I'm not surprised he didn't play in this game at all. Um, On the other hand, so this is like so I, I gave my little spiel about benching quarterbacks. There, there were some good responses though. Eric says fair. How do you explain it to the defense though? And Matt says he has eight turnovers. Who the hell cares? Hard to argue with with both of those points, right? Like I don't know what you tell the defense. Again, they're they're working their ass off, and and they were put in a shitload of awful positions in the first half, and they responded well to darn near all of them. Yeah. I don't know what you tell those guys. It's hard. I I, I don't. Yep. I I I I think those things play in. I asked you the question earlier. Why don't you do it? And what you went to the backups, and I don't think that's wrong either. And and what that they don't have the ceiling and they may have the same turnover situation, but there's also a level of gravity of making that move and basically creating this being a thing then for the rest of the year. You hope if you're a coach that he does what he did and he went for that big run and scored 
And then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, yeah, we got to have this guy in because he doesn't want to deal with is it this guy or is it this guy the rest of the year? And, I mean, I, I honestly think that factors into the whole thing. Like, yeah. do you want to deal with an ongoing quarterback controversy for an entire year? And can you get out of it if this guy does what you think he can do in the, in the second half? It's not sustainable. It's not something that the team could handle on a week to week basis. I think that's if, if we're I think if that's we're part debating Jack if he should be benched all year long, it means that I mean, first of all, it means that he's playing like shit. Right. And so like you kind of start there. Um second of all, it's just not healthy. Right. It's not healthy. So Yeah, I and again, and again I'm not defending that right now. I think he should have I think he should make the change. I don't think it could be again, and I haven't seen Harburger practice, so I don't know, but I'm a little surprised given how much freaking praise they rolled up on that guy. Plus, plus he could run. So, I mean. Jack, Jack, like, Jack, two things, two things. They gave praise. They gave a shitload of praise to Jeff Sims. Um, also, Jeff Sims can run. So, like, you know. Harbor. They, they, they woefully right. were wrong about Sims. So, who's to say that they wouldn't That's be woefully true. wrong on Harburg? No, all I'm and saying, I, though, like, is. If he can run cool, but, like, can he throw? Yeah, but if part of the reason you're keeping Sims in is because he can run, and he's, he's a, I'm sure he's a better runner than Harburg is, but like it's not like you lose that mobility with Harburg if neither of them can if neither of them can pass with throwing it. Look, here's the thing: can Harburg catch a snap? All right, if he can, then you right. know, let's have. A you can, I mean, at some point it gets to that, doesn't it? Yeah, I, it really I, does. I mean, at some point it really. Or if Harburg knows, if Harburg just understands, hey, I got to be incredibly careful. What's happening? Oh my gosh! Texas should have picked off Bama and instead Alabama scored, and (laughs) it's going to be thirteen to ten at the half. (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) Oh, they also could have gotten him for a sack too. The things I'm seeing about this Washington State Wisconsin game are, I'm going to. This is going to sound weird. I'm going to go to bed happy tonight. I am going to go to bed happy. Legal man downfield. Let's go. Oh man! (laughs) Take that, Bama for Texas. You're the worst. Oh, stop. D- screenshot that. Someone terrible. Embarrassing. Hey, man, my bid all offseason was the Bama was going to lose three games. So I, I, this is this is a big part of it. Maybe. I just don't I don't think I can do this if Texas is a top five team. Oh, don't, don't worry. They'll, they'll shit dude, the bed. I'll tell you this, though. This the one thing I learned about Texas when I watched that Rice game, which there was not much to learn from it, and Rice's offensive line is probably terrible. They've got one of the meanest looking front seven I've ever seen in college football. Texas does. They looked good against the, Texas last their, week. Their D line against Rice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, real quick, in the so we got the Wisconsin thing. Iowa does end up beating Iowa State. Um sad. It was exactly what you would th- I saw a picture of our former president there. We're sticking to sports, but I'm just right. saying I saw a picture of him. One of uh, Iowa Iowa got one touchdown and then they also got a pick six. So Which counts which for Brian. Counts. Brian gets which that. Which counts. Their defense looked good, but Iowa State did look like they have a shot at making a late comeback. So, I mean, Iowa's Iowa. They still are. It's it's they got they got a better passing quarterback. Otherwise, it's yeah. pretty much Iowa uh for the most part. Uh, Wisconsin, obviously, I was balls on accurate about, so we've got that. Uh, Purdue, last I saw, it was seventeen seventeen. That game, that was, game was in like a was in an insane rain it delay, right? Was kicked off the same time the Nebraska game did. Gross. Purdue went Can down and scored, that? and then they had a weather delay. They they started it. I think they're in the third quarter now. Maybe I'm not sure. I haven't had a chance to check, but that was seventeen seventeen against Virginia Tech. Uh, Illinois, of course, last lost last night. Uh, Michigan State was beating Richmond. Michigan beat UNLV, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ohio State beat Youngstown State. 
Uh, I'm trying to think if there were any other interesting outcomes. Is Maryland still down? Is that still a thing? Minnesota's struggling oh. early. That's the most predictable thing ever. That that loss is going to look worse and worse as the season goes on. I'll tell you that right yes, now. Yes, it is. That's definitely yes, going to be. But I think the Colorado one will too. So. Oh, how about, Jack, how about Miami, like, kind of dominating Texas A&M today? Yeah. How about that? I had that one. I had that one. Man. In my picks, uh, Tennessee's only up 23-12 to 12 against Austin P. <laughs> Jeez. What a weird score. Yeah. Yeah, I just turned it to the Charlotte Maryland game. As Mike and Cheyenne points out, yeah, Maryland down 14 to 3. Yeah, there's seven and a half left in the uh second <laughs> quarter right now. Wow. Nice. What the hell? I got Maryland in one of my parlays. That sucks. Mm. Mm. I like that one. Oregon's up 15 to 13 on Texas Tech right now. Texas First half's almost over. I got Texas Tech in one too. Maybe the same one. Mm. All right. Well, what's this week gonna be like? So Northern Illinois coming in. They lost to Southern. Hell. They lost to Southern. Hell. They beat Boston College on the road and then lost to Southern Illinois. Who, I don't know, is Southern Illinois a good? Any of you follow FCS? Is Southern Illinois ranked or a good FCS school? I actually don't Corny know does. I don't think Corny's hanging out with us tonight, though. Okay. Yeah, so Somebody yeah, pull, up the, from him. pull up the rankings or something and let me know if Southern Illinois sounds like a good team, but it's hard to Dude, say. Jack, if you're not I, North Dakota or South Dakota. Preview of the week for me. I, I pissed off people something fierce today when, yet again, I said, it, and it's always funny, you know, you have your regular radio audience on like a Monday to Friday, two to six, right? They just kind of, they, they, they listen because they kind of get the show. And then every now and then I'm doing a show on overreaction and Gary is there. And so it's like entirely different audiences. And so I said something I've said many times last week, and that's Nebraska's fan base has been very soft and they have and like the reaction to everything. And man, the, the, oh. the responses that we got, like there's this one guy and Dion is, it's odd. Dion's in there like every day. He's fire, fire Gary and Josh. The media pumped us up too much in the off season. Oh, it's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. It's going to suck. I am. The, I'm happy. I, look, silver lining of next week. I don't have to do overreaction after the six o'clock or seven o'clock game against Northern oh Illinois. I can go to bed. Uh, so yeah, that's that's no, what we you that's can, what we have. It's gonna be a come long to the week, champagne man. room before bed. That's what you can <laughs> yeah, I'm do. going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. Sad, very yeah. sad. Yeah. Uh, uh, Clint says, "Who's next week?" I think it's John and someone. I'm not for sure though, Clint. I'm not for sure. Eric says, "Josh, keep it up. You speak for the reasonable fans." Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Today was I Oklahoma's only up 14 to 11 to SMU. Josh, we pointed out that game. Thank Let's you. go, SMU. I got that in my pickup. We, we were talking about that game being a good game today. Yes, we did. That's on ESPN+. Plus. Okay, Southern Illinois is 24 in FCS. So What was that? Southern Illinois is 24th in FCS. Oh, good loss. You lost so, to a ranked team. Good loss. But they beat Boston, They beat a Power 5 team in uh, Boston College. So yeah. I don't know what to make of them. Who knows? Nebraska needs to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, they need nothing. to win. What, what, do you think, what, do you, what do you got for the line in that game? Seven? <laughs> oh, give me Nebraska on that. Give me Nebraska. Let's roll. Easy money. I'm guess that's that's my guess. I don't know. Seven to ten points somewhere in there, probably, right? Um twelve. Maybe more, maybe fourteen. Twelve. High formation. Huskers minus eight. Eight. I don't know. Maybe it's out already. I'm not sure. But No, I don't think so. I'll go check real fast before we say goodbye. Oregon up eighteen thirteen. All right, so what's our plan for next week? Uh, or are we going to do? We I know we we'll had some talks about show that game. For sure. Yeah, I, um, we, I would do the. 
Yeah, if you want to do a, I think I could do a. My son's working the game now. Now that he's like super, super. Tidy. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, Jack. I got an email yesterday because I subscribe to the Husker Media stuff. You know, like you do, and it was Husker Golf. Johnny Leesfeld. Yep. I was like, let's go, Johnny. Yep. He's been working. That's awesome. He's at our house tonight. He's been working on. They're in a weather delay in Knoxville right now. And so he's like waiting for it to end and trying to get the press release oh. out tonight. But like they gave him, yeah, he's like into like his third week of college and he's writing like uh, web That's stories. Awesome. And yeah. So is he, their SI, is he the golf SID? Well, not the SI, not the, he's a student, basically the student. I'm going to email him. Hey, I want to set up an interview with a golfer. <laughs> Get a golfer the on the grub. dude. Get a golfer on the show. You guys should. That'd be some that'd good be really content. Bring one on every that time be- and like ask about tips and like. That oh, that's a good idea. That'd actually be a good segment. Get a little that's sponsor a for that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good Johnny idea. can make sure, and you can have Johnny do the thing every time where he gets him on his cell phone and clicks him over to yes, you. I'm handing you off. Here's Bob. <laughs> every like, time dude, I can call. Him. Every time I have deal. a Nebraska basketball coach, that's what they do. Every yeah. th- with, oh, yeah. with Miles Dude, yeah. or Hoiberg or yeah. Yep, yep. We do that with uh with all the with all the coaches and all the players. Yeah. Hey, I have uh I have Jill here for you. Anyway. All right, cool. He's working for uh Fox Fox Sportsnet or, or Fox Sportsnet. That's not what they call it anymore. But he's yeah, working Fox for Sports One. Yeah, Fox Sports One on Saturday. Is he getting paid? Yeah. Hell yeah. What's he doing? Stats? I don't know. I told him to text you because Potter? Uh, they call they they. I told him to text you with the email, and you you would know more about what he's doing than I do. So. Yeah, is he in the? Do you know is he in the booth? I don't know. Talk to him. I yeah, don't know. ask him what he's doing. I don't doing, talk man. to him like, that much anymore. It, they are the the, Keith. Wow, they they just they emailed him and they asked him what he wanted to do, and so uh, well, or if yeah, he depending on do what that. he's doing, like Jack, some of that TV stuff pays pretty well. For that's what he said. He told me what he's getting hourly, and I was like, "That's better than what you make at your part-time job." So good there job. There you go. Hell yeah, Johnny. Good, job. good for you, Johnny. So I yeah. so anyway, long story short, he will oh, not yeah. Are we doing a show? I'm not gonna watch a game with him and um and and so we could maybe I'm also gonna try and get Aloe here this week. We could maybe watch some of it. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's the issue, obviously. I'm well I have an email. I think Aloe's gonna be here this week, but maybe. Okay. But all right. TBA, TBA, TBA on that. Yeah, let's not make any TBA. We'll we, I, definitely, obviously, way, we'll do Wednesday. Do we have a Do we have a board meeting on Monday? No, no. That's next Monday. Okay. No, it's the w- Monday after. Oh, it's thank, it's, okay, it's okay, like good, the last. Good. I don't know why yeah, I thought we that. got we got time. We got time. Oh, that golf shirt is sweet. I should get him one yeah, of those. That's badass. I should get him one of those for Christmas. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be good. All right, All right, we're just bantering now, so that means it's time uh, to go. Hey, if, you're listening, if you're listening and you're not a patron, patreon.com yes. slash ID Club. Come join the come join the fun. We're really we're really happy right now. But hey, at the very least, it's like therapy. It's like therapy. That'll be nice. You can sit you can sit on the couch. It's like therapy. And you don't have to hear idiot callers, which by the way, I don't know why all these radio shows put on idiot callers when you just want to hear the host talk. So that's good I'm not going to say anything. I love the most important voice of all. <laughs> yours. I don't. They suck ass. All right. Anyway, that's it for uh, that's it, Josh. Uh, thanks for coming on after your busy day today. I appreciate it. It was fun to talk to you. But now I want to let you go because I think I saw Riz fixing drinks back there. But you don't get to have one. That's right. So no, anyway. I'm going to have an NA beer. Yeah, I had one of those actually during the morning show. Um, nice. So yeah. So that is it. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm going to stop the uh, podcast right now. Podcasters, hey, don't forget, if you're hearing this, become a part of the club. 
uh, ask anybody in the club. Go to the public area. You can go to the public area in Discord, and you can ask people about any questions you want. They will tell you anything you need, and they're going to tell you you're going to love it. So uh, join us at patreon.com slash i80club. Have a good one, podcasters. Bye.